You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 81. Today's episode is all about discovering your purpose and achieving your... And I can't think of a better person to talk with about purposeful creation than Jules Hunt, the wellness entrepreneur and blogger behind Ohm in the City. What I admire oh so much about Jules is her realness and just all around authenticity and everything she puts out into the world. She's worked with an impressive list of brands, including names like Athletica, Lululemon, and Free People, but she's also not afraid to say no to brand deals that don't align with her purpose and values. Our paths crossed earlier this year when Jules joined me in the influence Academy focus group that I did this summer in preparation to the launch of the Influencer Academy. At the time, she had been blogging for about five years and had seen some success, but felt like she was just unbalanced and really stuck. And she knew that it was time to take her business to the next level and really needed help getting there. So Jules really used the strategies that I teach in the Influencer Academy to build a long-term career that's sustainable and fulfilling without relying on social media or brand deals. And she's sharing all all of those details in today's episode. So let's get to it. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, and that is Joan Loves to Trav. And she says, after more than a decade in journalism, I found my true love in travel writing. So taking my skills online in the form of a website or blog was a natural progression. My website subscriptions were few and far between, and I knew I had to shift my focus from an occasional post to a consistent, well-defined business plan in order to make blogging worthwhile and rewarding. Julie's podcast podcast has helped me take the mystery out of monetizing my online business. Thank you so much, Joan, for your feedback and for your story and kind of sharing us a little bit of your journey. I know that we both have that journalism background in common, so I loved to hear that from you, and I'm so glad that this podcast is helping you so much. Of course, I want to hear from each and every one of you who listen in each week, so make sure to head over to iTunes, put a review, put your feedback, put whatever it is that is on your mind pertaining to this podcast in a review over on iTunes so we can highlight your review in an upcoming episode. Also, make sure to screenshot today's episode on your phone, tag me and our guest today at Ohm in the City and hashtag the influencer podcast to let us know that you're joining in today so we can read those amazing Instagram stories and share them on our stories too. Welcome to the influencer podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Hi, Jules. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am so good. It is so great to have you on the podcast today. I'm so excited for my listeners to um, to hear all about your journey and your story. Yeah, I'm super excited. Thanks yes. for having me. Yeah, of course. So first, I would love to know, um, you obviously are a blogger, Omen the City. Where did that come from and where where was your passion to really dive more into wellness meets realness with your blog? So I started my blog five years ago, and it kind of stemmed from just my own internal passion for finding wellness through yoga and natural skincare. Um, I was kind of dealing with some, you know, mental mental wealth, mental health problems like um, an eating disorder, and I had depression, and that kind of followed me from high school and into college. So um, it was just my way 
of coping with things was, you know, through writing. So I started to really get into yoga. And through that, I started to write about my wellness journey and just mainly wanted to connect with other like-minded people. And, uh, obviously there's like a huge community behind that. And, uh, that's what I discovered through blogging. And where did, um, the, I guess the, the purpose and and the passion to really want to share your story and your journey of, um, of, you know, um, emotional, um, a mental illness, as you would say, or just kind of emotional clarity through your eating disorder. Um, where was the passion to really kind of share that instead of hide that come from? So one thing that my therapist told me was to never be ashamed of what I was going through. And one of the best ways for me to heal was to be vulnerable and not hide from it. Um, and I guess, you know, when you're sharing things on the internet, it feels, it almost feels a little bit removed from yourself in a way, because you're, it's not as scary as it is face to face with people. But I started to really just evolve and grow from everything that I went through and used it as a way to connect with other people. And, and I've since like really have grown from that, but that was like a stepping point that kind of jump started this whole wellness journey. So, you know, it's kind of like the root of it all, but I've definitely evolved from that and have learned so much along the way and have found new passions through the wellness world. And it's just been a blessing in disguise. Oh, I love that outlook. Um, and I know that some other blessings that came your way were media. I mean, you have really been featured in, uh, you know, incredible media like Pop Sugar and Well and Good and, and Live Strong, Mind Body Green, um, a lot of great stuff. And I was wondering how, um, how kind of you were able to navigate that. And if you saw any sort of growth from all of this media, was it something that you essentially pitched out or was it something that where they came to you or a mix of both, or how did all of that kind of work for you throughout your blogging journey? Yeah, I think it's one of the things that kind of come with time. So yeah, there is a certain amount of pitching that goes through, you know, brand collaborations, but the press side of things just kind of happens, you know, as you grow. And that was something that I've been really grateful for to, to be able to share my story and connect with other audiences on platforms like Mind Body Green and Well and Good, people who like the brands that really have my core target audience. Um, so yeah, it's just something that happened over time. And now I see it as such a great uh, way to grow my reach for sure. Yeah. And I love that you kind of mentioned brands because I know that um, you got the first long-term contract that, um, Athleta has ever done with an influencer. I would love for you to kind of share with us how that came about and what that means. And I know that you've worked with other incredible brands like Under Armour and Adidas and Lululemon and, um, really, you know, that journey of working with brands, um, how did you approach them? How did they approach you? Was there a lot of obviously follow up and because I think a lot of times influencers and bloggers think that it's a, you know, an overnight thing. And so right. I would love to kind of hear, have you talk with us a bit of, of how you've been able to work with brands and how it eventually led to the first ever year long contract that Athleta has ever done with an influencer before. So Athleta was the first brand to ever work with me in the athletic wear space. And so they've always had a really special place in my heart. I have been a long time customer of Athleta. I love their quality. I love how well it performs. And so I was already 
a customer. And so it felt really natural and organic to partner with them. Um, in the beginning, I just, I actually just did a lot of yoga content and, um, didn't really show my face too much. It was more so about, you know, yoga postures and that side of things. But as I got more comfortable on social media, then I started to, you know, cover more than just yoga content. And so it kind of started to, um, I started to work with brands that were not just in the athletic wear space. Um, but there was definitely a bit of like pitching. So I would, you know, I would contact a couple of athletic wear brands and say like, I'd love to create content for you and, um, you know, cross promote on social media, because these are things that you have to do when you're getting started before you can really get that traction. And, you know, back then getting reposted was everything. Like that's just how you grew back then. But, you know, as time goes on, then it starts to happen naturally. And so I'd say now I have a really, really steady flow of collaborations just coming through organically through me. And if there's like a particular collaboration, you know, like if I'm moving and furnishing my home, then I will definitely reach out to brands that I think would be a great fit for that. And through this journey, um, cause I want to kind of get to how you and I were able to connect and meet in just a little bit, but through this journey of, of really kind of navigating the space for a while, what did you really start to see were some of the challenges that not only you, but the community, the influencer community, um, have been facing? So obviously there's the root, you know, people want to grow on social media, um, it was challenging for me because I started my blog and I wasn't even, um, I wasn't even present on social media for the first couple years of blogging, mainly because I had a love hate relationship with it. I was scared to promote myself and I didn't want to seem vain for using too many hashtags. And it was just something that I had to overcome. Um, I just had to realize that, you know, if I was sharing content that I was really passionate about, then I should put it out there for me, more people to see and hopefully connect with. So that evolved, you know, and now I understand the great importance of social media, but I do think that, you know, a lot of people feel the pressure to keep up and to, you know, constantly grow. And I feel like I have hit a point now where my focus isn't so much about, growing on Instagram. It's more so looking up to people like you who have built entire businesses without even necessarily relying on a social media platform. So I kind of, I see the value of that now. And it's really cool to see the shift in my career where, you know, I feel stable and steady in my social media presence, but my focus is more so on building a long-term career and something that's going to, you know, be sustainable and fulfilling. Mm, I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, Cause I would also love to dive in if you want to tell the listeners how you and I were able to connect and how you and I met. So I was scrolling on Instagram a little bit too late at night and I saw your Insta story posting, um, about the influencer Academy. And I have been listening to your podcast, um, longtime fan of that. And just obviously love all the insight that you share and the value you bring to the community here. So when I saw that, I'm like, what the heck? Might as well swipe up and apply. So yeah, I just, I applied and then I forgot about it. And when I got an email about doing the focus group, I was super excited. And yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, it was a no brainer for me to book that ticket to Nashville and come and be a part of the group. Yeah. So the focus group for those listening, um, was kind of a, a beta test that I did, um, for the influencer Academy 
that is launching this month. And um, I wanted to get a group of 12 women, 12 influencers from all various walks of life, from all various stages of their business to kind of come together and, and really, um, you know, see what their, what their challenges were, see what their strengths were and implement the strategies of the influencer Academy into their business, um, in that one day, it was a super fun day. It was jam packed. It was definitely incredible to meet each and every one of you. But what I found so fascinating, and I would love for you to share with us, Jules, is because you have been blogging for a while. I mean, kind of when it comes to, to the blogger timeframe, if you will, and you've had mm-hmm. so much success, which we've talked about so far, my friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. So what initially intrigued you to want to do the Influencer Academy, considering the fact that you had seen success in your business as a blogger already? Yeah. So I, I guess I hit a point where I felt like I was ready for that next step. I wanted to, I felt a shift in my business. You know, like I said, I didn't feel that pressure to keep up on social anymore. It felt really organic. Like I needed that next step and I wasn't really sure what exactly that next step looked like for me. And I knew there are so many different paths I could take. And 
you know, I could read things online, but just learning from other people and just being around people that were in the same industry as me is also really inspiring. And just hearing different paths and stories, I, I think I was just more so intrigued about the community aspect and also learning from you because I know you've launched digital products and you very much are a proponent for email lists. And that's something that I wanted to really focus on. Um, so my, my previous experience with blogging has been really great and it's been, you know, it's successful in the sense of brand partnerships and all of that, but I really felt ready for that next step. And I felt like that was the best route for that. And then were you able to, to achieve what that next step was and, and kind of what, what is that and what does that look for you? So for me, I really wanted to launch my guidebook and I definitely, I went into the focus group having a draft of a guidebook, but I started to feel like I lost my purpose for it and lost my direction. And then when I went to the focus group, we went through so much about, you know, finding our why and our purpose. And honestly, it gave me a huge headache, but it was like a really great headache that I needed because I really needed to dig deep and, you know, peel off all the layers and figure out what exactly am I doing on this platform and who am I serving and why and why does it mean so much to me? And just really answering the tough questions that I hadn't sat down to answer before. And I think it's so important to do. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was just something that I felt like was needed. And uh, since then, uh, when I came back from the program, I just completely scratched my old guidebook and decided to start fresh and had a whole new fresh look on it, a new idea. And I ended up writing that guidebook really fast and just launched it a couple weeks ago. Thanks to you. That's amazing. (laughs) Tell us a little bit more about the guidebook. So it's called Simplify and Thrive, and it's a guide all about helping people clear through mental and physical clutter. I found that that was a huge theme in my life, just simplifying letting go of things that weren't serving me. So anything from not just physical mess, but also, you know, the way I'm spending my time, the people that are using my energy, the way, the way I'm spending my energy. And so this guidebook really touches on all the six like core parts of your life that I feel like can be simplified and it's really interactive and it's been just such a great experience. And since it launched, I feel very proud of myself and excited. I'm I'm glad and you should feel proud of yourself because I'm I've always been a firm believer in, you know, whether you do whether someone does a focus group with me or they, you know, um enroll in a program that I have or they listen to a podcast that, you know, I have or someone else's podcast or someone else's program, whoever it may be, it's not gonna work for you unless you work it you know, and unless you show up and you really do the work. And I loved what you mentioned about, um, it is hard, you know, like it gave you a headache because it was a lot, it was a lot to think about, but you journeyed through that and you put action behind it. And I, I love to hear that you actually implemented after that. Um, what are the other changes that you've seen, even if they've just been, um, with your own outlook on your business or, or with your audience that you've seen since going through the influencer Academy focus group? Um, I just feel so much more in tune with what I'm putting out there and what makes me so excited to wake up and do what I do every day. I think really just deep diving into my purpose was so helpful, but then also having really actionable insight into how to actually obtain that. So, you know, I ended up hiring um, new people to help me. And that's something that was always scary to do, you know, outsourcing, giving somebody responsibility that I usually am 
used to taking care of myself, but knowing that I do have, you know, the income coming in that I can outsource, it's really empowering to be able to build a team that you feel like really functions well and helps you do what you do best and, you know, can pick up the areas that you don't do that well, which is, you know, for me, accounting, any type of design, um, Pinterest, I'm not a fan of Pinterest because it's complicated and I, I like learning about it, but it's definitely not an area, um, not my zone of genius, as you would say. Yeah, no, I love that you touched on that because, um, not an area, um, not my zone of genius, as you would say. Yeah, no, I love that you touched on that because, um, in the influencer Academy, as you know, like I'm a huge proponent of figuring out what I call your zone of genius your zone of competence or your zone of incompetence and really defining what those three things are and why they are super vital in the growth of, of your brand. And so we were able to deep dive into those three things. And, um, from that, what you, what a lot of people find, what I found when I went through that as well is outsourcing, you know, where can, where do I need to invest in either systems or a person to help me do something? Because it's taking too much of my energy and too much of my time for me to try to figure it out. And I Mm -hmm. love that you had mentioned to me, that after you went through um, the Influencer Academy and started implementing your Zog, Zoc, and Zoys, as I say, <laughs> you created something called the Healthy Hustle. So I would love for you to share with us what the Healthy Hustle is and how that has been transformative in your blog and business. So the Healthy Hustle is kind of my way of describing finding a sustainable workflow. So finding a way, I don't really believe that balance truly exists. So it's more about integrating, you know, a lifestyle that is, you know, doable for you. And also knowing that there's going to be trade-offs in different seasons of your life. So when I was creating my guidebook, there was definitely other things that had to be put aside and weren't my priority at the moment. And that's okay. So it's finding that self-compassion and knowing that, our life is constantly moving in, in and out of different seasons. And the healthy hustle just helps you kind of reframe that mindset and get back to the root of why you're doing what you do and how you're able to just integrate that work-life harmony. Mm, I love that. And I love that you gave it a name. I, I'm a stickler <laughs> for giving things names. Um, yeah. So I love that so much. Um, and you are obviously someone who who sees the value in investing in yourself, right? So whether that's a program or like you said, you know, you came to Nashville, um, mentors, programs, um, even listening, you know, it's, it's not always about money. You, you invest your time in listening to podcasts, you invest your time in listening to YouTube videos or what have you to, you know, better your education and your learning and what you want to do. And I remember the first time I ever took the plunge and either invested my money into a course or my time into something, it was terrifying. And because a lot of times you just don't know if it's going to work, right? So even though it works for other people. So I would love to know, how have you been able to overcome that fear um, and those limiting beliefs around investing money or time into something um, and and really believing in yourself to, to, to do it? I think it's just realizing that there's only so much we can do on our own and knowing that you know, you can learn as much as you can, but it's also important to try to tap into the minds of other people and see what they can teach you to help you really grow. And, you know, if you're doing something for a hobby, that's one thing, but if you're really serious about it and you want to take it to the next level and you want to see it grow and you want to keep on, you know, create a career for yourself rather than just creating a job, then I think investing is absolutely vital. Um, whether it's monetary or like you said, just, you know, investing, 
you know, your time and energy into something. But I think it's, it's just super, um, important, you know, if you're really serious about something, you have to put in the time and you have to put in the dedication. Otherwise you won't see it grow. And you can't ask yourself, you know, why didn't this take off? Um, you have to really get, you know, to the root of, do I really want to do this? And what do I need to do to get there? Um, I would agree. And I think that that is the, the biggest, um, just really getting honest with yourself, I think is a huge takeaway there. Mm-hmm. How was going through the academy and the strategies and everything that um, I shared with you, unlike kind of any other program or course that you had taken thus far in terms of the purpose piece that you mentioned and the confidence piece of really getting you where you want want to go? Um, I feel like it was very, very tailored to whatever stage you were in your business. So whether you are you know, an aspiring blogger or you're an OG blogger, wherever you are in your path, you can tailor it to your needs. And I think that's super valuable because I think, um, you know, I was able to find so much value from it and I'm not necessarily looking for brand partnerships, but people who are looking for brand partnerships, I'm sure they can take away so much from that aspect of it. So it's really just finding, I think it's just really, um, it's really tailored to fit, you know, the, what's actually, going on in the influencer industry now, because I feel like a lot of people are also seeing that shift and knowing the value in having your own digital products and not just focusing on one social media platform, but really thinking big picture and long-term. And I think that's, what's also so valuable about it. It's not just, you know, what's a quick fix or a quick way to grow. It's, this is something that's setting you up for long-term success. Mm, Thank you for that. And, um, and I, I would agree. And I love that you, that you use the word long-term success because something else that I think plays into that, that you were sharing with me is that you're a big proponent of what you call bio individuality. And you like to remind your readers that they are the experts of their own life. So kind of dive more into what that means to you, why you think that's important, um, especially for the long-term success of our dreams and our goals. So bioindividuality is a term coined from the integrated, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is a health uh, coaching school. And so it's all about, it's basically talks to how um, there is not one diet or lifestyle that is going to suit everybody the same way. So you can also apply that to just your life in general. Everyone is different. You know, everyone's going to have different things that excites them, that, you know, makes them exhausted and feels or things that make them energized or feel excited. So I think that it's just embracing who you are and really finding a way to get in touch with your gut and, you know, drown out the noise of like everything else that's going on around you and like who and what and how everyone else is living their life, but really focusing in on what you truly want and not what the, you know, what society is trying to tell you you should be doing and at what point in your business. Mm, That's great. And I know that it's, I know that community is a big uh, part for you that really kind of helps you um, see that and see the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, so to speak, um, because I know that your challenge, just like mine and so many others, that there's been times in our blogger journey that we have faced that burnout um, mm-hmm. and we just want to quit and we want to give up. So what does drive you to overcome those moments and to continue to grow your business? I guess I just get back to the root of why I started in the first place and, you know, the community that's the main, that's why I do what I do every day. It gives me that 
big sense of purpose and fulfillment. And that's everything that I could have asked for in a career. And, you know, when I get to hear firsthand from my readers, when I get emails or DMs from people just sharing their stories and being vulnerable and just telling me how I've helped them in some way, there's just no better feeling. And that's all I could really ask for out of this is just being able to create a safe, you know, a safe, vulnerable platform where I can share who I am, what I'm going through in real time, and also have them do the same. It feels very tight knit in that sense. And I want to talk um, like next steps and long-term and kind of what's to come for you, because I know that when, when you went through the Influencer Academy, we talked a lot about a product letter, what that was, why it's important for you to have it in your business, um, as well as things like passive income and how to generate that for yourself so you can actually you know, sustain a business and, and grow mm-hmm. it and be able to invest back into it. Um, and I know that you have now been able to implement some of those things, um, and, and start to kind of visualize and, and implement what your product letter is going to be. Um, some of those things are the digital products that you mentioned, um, you know, reaching your community across more platforms, um, and diversifying in that way, eventually writing a book and, um, the wellness app. So I would love to hear a little bit more about those things and, and, and how, you are going to be working towards accomplishing those to really lay the foundation for your business so you can thrive and grow for 2019? Yeah. So 2018 really has just been about trying to dig deeper into how I can expand Ohm and the city and make it not just a blog, but really turn it into a multimedia platform. So the guidebook was definitely the first step of that, and it's been doing really well. So depending on you know how that goes and the feedback that I get, I'm going to hopefully create something jumping off of that guidebook into something a little bit deeper, potentially a an online course of some sort. But you know, at the end of the day, it's really just about like what are the different ways that I can diversify my reach and my income. And the big goal for me for 2019 is to continue in that path of passive income because I'd love to get to the point where, you know, I can focus on certain projects, but not feel like I'm, you know, burned out with so many different deadlines from brand partnerships. And I very much am grateful for all the partnerships that come my way, but to be able to, you know, put some of that to the side and really focus on growing my business and like what I have to put out there and what I have to offer versus, you know, always promoting other people's brands, which I love promoting brands that I stand beside. But, you know, at the end of the day, I want to make this a long-term sustainable growth. Um, so aside from that, I'm working on an app, which can't really say much about now, but we are heads down working on it. And it's going to be outside of the Ohm in the City brand, but it's definitely an app that I hope is going to be an answer to a lot of people's um, problems that they're having. And I, I love that you said that because, you know, one of the, one of the biggest one of my biggest, biggest goals of creating the Influencer Academy, really, and you hit the nail on the head, was to just make sure that bloggers and influencers out there know that you know, brand deals and affiliate income are two great ways to monetize your influence, but they should not be the only ways. And that you really do have the creative capacity to create your own products and services and bring those out to the world. And you're really only, you know, stealing from those who need you the most by not doing it. And so I love to hear, 
you saying that 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 has now become a, a goal for you and you see that and you're making it a priority and it doesn't mean that you have to you know banish and ban brand deals. It's not like there are these big bad wolves that are out to right. get you. I mean, there's definitely a place for affiliate income within a product ladder of an influencer's career and there's definitely a place for brand deals, but there should also be a really, really big piece of that pie being your own products and services. So you're not contingent on someone else essentially giving you a job. So I love to hear that, you know, you get that and you're, you're really taking action on, on those next steps. So I love that. Um, so thank Mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that. And I can't wait to see kind of what's to come with that because I, you're amazing and I know it's going to be Mm -hmm. incredible. Um, if you had any advice to give an influencer who is listening today, maybe they're just starting out, maybe they haven't even started, or maybe they've been, they've been, you know, they're like you, they've been at this for a while and they just kind of feel stuck, what would be the biggest advice or takeaway that you could give them today to help them up level and get to that next, um, step? Um, I feel like, man, there's so many things I would say. Um, but the number one thing I'd say is to not get too comfortable. And by that, I mean, you have to keep challenging yourself to grow. So it's okay to make mistakes and to learn from them and move forward. You have to constantly push yourself outside your comfort zone. So whether it's public speaking or filming a video, you have to just take that leap and do it and see what happens. Put yourself out there because that's something that I was afraid to do for so long. And I think you know, you know, I was on, I was not on social media for the first two years, but had I been, maybe things would be different, but you know, I can't go back thinking of the past, but I would say, don't let fear get in the way of putting something out there that you're so excited and passionate to share with other people. Cause you're only robbing those people of possibly learning and growing from you as well. Because I really do believe that everyone has a seat at the table and there's space for everyone to share. So don't ever feel like it's too saturated of a space. Everyone has their own insight and they have their own communities, big or small, and you can definitely make an impact. Mm, I would agree. Thank you for sharing that. It was amazing. Before we wrap this up, um, I would love to know what does influence mean to you? Influence means to me how you are affecting the people around you in a positive way. So um, I'd like to say influence is helping people, you know, think of things in a different way, perhaps, you know, um, impact their mindset, maybe their habits, and just kind of show people multi-dimensions and and help them become, you know, their best selves. Mm. That's awesome. Well, Jules, where can everyone find you, your website, your socials, and all that good stuff? So my Instagram is omandthecity, and my blog is omandthecityblog.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, on YouTube, and yeah, that's where I'll be. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming today. And I'm just, I'm proud of you. And I love following along and seeing your journey and seeing how you are taking every bit of information and and guidance that you're getting and you're putting it to scale, you're putting it to action, and it's really helping you grow and transform your business. So thank you for showing up in that way. Thank you so much for everything. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. 
Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com, where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.